astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. So we are about three weeks into the new year. Mm -hmm. Is that crazy? Yeah, <laughs> it really is. That. And uh, we thought we should touch on just what has been happening from an astrology standpoint here. Some of the, you know, we've the last two episodes we've talked about the bit, the major moving planets. We've talked about Pluto. We've talked oh, about yeah. Saturn. We talked about Jupiter and, but because those quicker moving planets like Mars and Mercury, you know, when we're doing an astrology reading, because they move so quickly, sometimes that's not the big story. You know, usually there is like, those can activate things, but you know, usually people want to know, okay, what's the big thing that I need to know for the year? Right. You might not be saying what's happening in the next four days or the right. next 60 days. They're saying, okay, give me a year out. Mm -hmm. So -hmm. we thought we would take today and look a little bit in more in depth at Mercury and Mars and relate it to some of the headlines that we are seeing in the news. And, you know, this isn't to have an agenda. It's simply to just look at the astrology and say, how would we have predicted this, if you will, by looking at their charts? Well, I think two things. Number one, I think I'd like to think of this uh, session, this podcast about, you know, how to learn astrology through the headlines. Yeah. What's going on in the headlines and going like, how does that fit in with either the astrology chart of the individual who's in the news? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of information. That's what I hope we accomplish today. And then also just, oh, just what's going on in the sky and how it in general terms is affecting whether it's the economy or the housing market or, you know, any topic. Right. And so, I always think sometimes when I hear a story, I read a headline and I go like, you know, I read it. I think, wow, that's a crazy story. And then I go about my daily life. Uh, but at some point I go, God, is, how does that stuff happen to people? Who does that? Who, 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 who thinks that they can do that and get away with it or that no one will notice? Or, wow, what a big mistake somebody made. I mean, I agree that they're pretty wild. <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, that's, and as you said, we, we're going to focus in on Mercury retrograde, which that had a crazy amount of stories this time around. We're still in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, we are still in it. And um, I think it was just because, you know, we had a huge story come out about Southwest, I think in December. Right. And then here, just this, in the last few days, we had another story come out now about the FAA had a system glitch, mm -hmm. right? And uh, several, many, many airlines or, uh, yeah, flights were delayed or canceled. And it just got me thinking, I'm like, I need to look back to see when was the last time that Southwest, because they've been in the news, I feel like a lot in the past couple of years. They and so I just been. put like, you know, Southwest major cancellations, 2021, just see like, what date was that? 
It was in October of 2021. And I just went to the ephemeris, which shows where all the planets are, what their status is. Are they retrograde? Are they direct? And it was during another Mercury retrograde that Southwest had that huge cancellation in 2021. And I just had, I was like, let me just for the fun of it, type in Southwest. Like, let me just look to see when was Southwest created or founded and just type in the birth or born. Right. People may not realize that you can take a company and when was it incorporated or when did you get your business license? There's a number of dates one could consider as the birth of a company. Yeah. Yeah. So I just did a quick Google search to find out their birth date born in San Antonio, Texas, no birth time. So of course I'm not looking at the ascendant and just what stood out immediately was Southwest has a stellium in Pisces, but it has Chiron sitting right on the sun. Oh, the outlier. Oh, the different one. The one, oh, how funny. We oftentimes say this to people, you're out of orbit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What a thing to say for an airline. Right. And they have been, you know, I don't know if you even know this, that your dad, he was living in Texas. He used to fly routinely between uh, Denton, where he was at college, and, and uh, uh, Houston. And then he did a lot of interruns between Dallas as well. So he rode Southwest a lot in the 70s. Okay. And you know what a flight attendant looked like in the 70s on Southwest? No. They had go-go boots on. Mini skirts, mini skirts, mini dresses, I should say. They were short, short dresses. They were orange and pink and not paisley, Uh but, you know, very, very mod was the word, M-O-D at the time. And they had white go-go boots on. Oh, wow. Now, this was in the era era of American United. You know, I mean, a lot of defunct airlines that are no longer around as well, where flying was an elegant, still an elegant Oh, okay. Uh, presentation. Right. And they came in with this rogue, you know, uh, approach Rouge. of casualness and let's have some fun. Oh, interesting. You know, we'll say the safety stuff, but, you know, we want to everyone to feel like everything is wonderful. Oh, well, that's a cute interpretation of it because they are not, am I correct that they're not like in the same system as like other? Right. They don't have the relationships between okay. other airlines so when they have a problem their people really are it's just them dependent on southwest okay right there's no honoring and right. as you know you can't go to many of the wholesalers and buy a flight on southwest they don't participate in any of those oh. so it's all individual that's why you have to go to southwest.com to, to book interesting so when mercury retrograde happens and there is some sort of snafu that happens other airlines might be able to recoup a little bit easier because they have friends and families and you know friends with benefits yes southwest does not because they have that chiron sitting right on the sun yeah well i just thought that was cute i mean i just on a whim looked that up this morning because i just thought you know you think is it can mercury retrograde really mess that much stuff up (laughs) you know like it, it gets a lot of hype well, I think it was Mercury and Mars both being retrograde together. Remember, Mars was retrograde in Gemini. True, which is travel. Travel. So that it amped the game up. True. And this was two back-to-back. I mean, that Southwest one that happened in December 
when I was just just doing a, a quick search this morning, I mean, I didn't realize all the payouts now that are coming and the statements that have been made saying we're going to make this right. We completely failed our team. And right, right. And 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 have we? I can't remember. Did we say it already? Mars is now direct. I don't think Mars, we've said that yet. As of January, Mars has 12th. recovered. As of last Thursday, the twelfth, Mars is now back. Now it hasn't gotten back to the point that it went retrograde at. So we're still under it, but it's kind of the oh, the uncovering. I'm sure there's been a lot of investigations just within Southwest, just as in the FAA. You know, what was that about? How did that happen? Yeah. And again, where I'd like to go with this, Kate, is that that's what we're all doing individually. Since Mars went direct, we're now analyzing, maybe analyzing what we've been doing since Halloween, what we've been joining in, what we're going, you know what, that didn't work, that backfired. Mm -hmm. That's not who I am anymore. So there is a personal story. I know we're talking headlines and people might go, I don't follow the headlines. I don't listen to the news. I'm not interested. Well, we use them as just a storyline to reflect back on yourself. Yeah, a couple things that, well, one, I made a post last week about Mars Direct, just saying like, you know, anything that you feel like you've been trying to accomplish and Mm -hmm. you haven't gotten the momentum or you haven't seen the results of it right? We should start seeing some movement now that Mars is direct. Right. But you might have to undo something. You might have to correct something. True. And maybe you realize it's worthless. Maybe I shouldn't even be doing it. Right. I mean, that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. And also because Mars is that, that action. I think I've spoken about this already, this analogy, but Mars doesn't like to be wrangled. I think we really got a dose of that with, um, the attack that we had on the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, was that January of 2021? I think. Yes. That's the last time that uh, Mars was retrograde. It was at the anoretic degree. So 29 degrees was involved, which amplified it. Amped it up. Yep. Yeah. But it's like a dog, like a vicious dog being held back on a leash. Like mm-hmm. it's, you don't want to try to control that rambunctious energy because it just gets, it festers more. Well, just natally, here's a great interpretation for anyone who might have Mars natally in Gemini. Mars in Gemini is a runner. Someone who may enjoy literally being physically active, running, jogging, or having a job, uh, that they're food servers, they're car salesmen, they stand up all day and they're check-in agents, they're athletes, or they naturally would gravitate to work that would be aligned with the transportation industry to keep the cars, keep the traffic coordinated. And that's the funny part, right? Because that's where you have to think of not just individuals, but you have to think of systems, systems that are created to keep everyone on schedule. Mm -hmm. Thus FAA or Southwest Airlines software, right? Yeah. Yeah. that's the natal placement. Now, when you get Mars retrograde, that's not a happy camper. That's someone who is kind of what you just described, wanting to get off the leash. Yeah. And, and the leash could be a situation, right? Oh, like I have someone living in my house that oh, yeah. they need to get out or, you know, I have a disgruntled employee that I'm, I'm struggling with. So mm-hmm. it can come in a, different, a couple of different ways. It doesn't mean that something's oh. 
but it's tethering you somehow. It's not allowing you Good to word. move forward. Good word. The dog is staked to the to the tree in the backyard, and yeah. the dog wants to run. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Well, kind of on that idea, I thought, you know, we have two people, two guys, we were going to look at their charts, kind of for the idea of learning a little bit of astrology with the idea of how does this stuff even happen to somebody? And then when you look at their chart, you go, oh, I see how it can happen. So we're going to learn a little astrology by looking at, and I thought our first person might be George Santos, uh, in a nutshell. Uh, he, he was elected, a congressman from New York, was elected this past November, and almost instantaneously from being elected, uh, lots of things came out of his resume was not accurate. He evidently misrepresented, and he even, he even says now embellished, he's using that word, but the idea he, 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 he lied about work, his history, his religion, whether he's Catholic or he's Jewish, it varied. Uh, his education, just high school education, college education. Uh, he lied about his grandmother escaping from Nazi Germany. He lied about his mother's death from 9-11. Uh, he lied about having four employees at the Pulse nightclub shooting, mass shooting. So it got over the top is what I'm trying to say. Over the top. And again, was there a kernel of truth in any of these? Some there was. So again, we're, you, the, some of it just was greatly exaggerated. Yeah. So before we dive deeper into his chart, yes. because that's the concept, right? It's not here. We're not here to necessarily talk about whether we think these things oh. are right or wrong. Right. No. But, you know, like as I heard you listen all those things off, I'm like, I want to warn our listeners for anyone in the dating field, yeah. <laughs> maybe what to look for in a chart to know is the person that you're dating full of crap, right? <laughs> or just exaggerating or making this stuff up because it will be in his, it'll, will show through in his chart where he exaggerates or where he bluffs. And we will talk about that when we get back from um, our sponsor this month, the Kundalini Collective. Oh, great. Satnam. Hello, this is Mandeep from the Kundalini Collective Yoga and Meditation Center for Wellbeing. The Collective is a very unique, all-inclusive, community-focused studio located in the heart of downtown Las Vegas in the Historic Arts District at 1508 South Main Street. Our yoga classes are focused on the ancient, timeless teachings of yoga, uniting body, mind, and spirit, which offers you an experience of health, happiness, and relaxation. All are welcome to come as you are, brand new beginners or active yoga participants, into our beautiful, sacred, and crystal energy-charged practice space. We will teach you how to utilize the technology of your kundalini energy, your chakra energies, along with the fascinating human design of the 10 bodies. The breathing practices that are offered in this unique yoga technology are designed to be used in our day-to-day -day lifestyle. Benefits of this practice may include heightened creativity, balanced mind and body connection, more energy, better sleep, and improved communication and social skills. We welcome you just as you are and offer support for your spiritual connection and evolution to be healthy, happy, and whole. www.tkk.life Your rhythm, your flow, your life. tkk.life Thank you and Satnam. 
Okay, welcome back. You just heard from Mandeep at the Kundalini Collective, which is located here in Las Vegas. So um, if you live in the city, please check them out. They, she offers wonderful um, services and offerings there. And even if you're not in Las Vegas, she also offers uh, virtual classes. So you can log in online and see those. And of course, you know, she's on Instagram too, and she's always posting just some great clips where you can, if you're even new to it or thinking, what is this about? Just give her a follow on Instagram uh, to start learning about her and what she offers. You know, I'm just going to add to this, like, you know, for someone who doesn't is fearful a little bit about yoga or am I going to be able to do it? That is an incredible offer there to be able to view it remotely. Right. So you can start okay, understanding and seeing what shape your body's in, what you can do, what you can't do, but very gentle, very gentle. And uh, the class we were at was being uh, televised as well. Yeah. And I don't think she's televising the students, but I want to make it clear. She's televising her. Herself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe right. <in> class. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I don't want to be on TV. Right. <laughs> that could scare someone away. Okay. But sure. let's get back to our topic here. Okay, so we're looking at George Santos' chart, and I want to know what about his chart would say that he exaggerates. <laughs> I want to know, like, right, if we yeah. were looking at a chart for like compatibility, maybe what about this chart would we be saying this is kind of a red flag? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think what jumps to my mind is immediately Jupiter at zero degrees of Gemini. Yeah. Gemini well, is the talker. Yep. It's the storyteller. And Jupiter means I tell big stories. Mm -hmm. In Toastmasters, we used to call it tall tales, yeah. right? Uh, the idea that you would just tell a story that's over the top. And of course, you have to exaggerate to do it. Right. Someone just can't stumble. No, they've got to do a big pratfall. <laughs> yeah. So a couple things. So you said Jupiter is at is at zero degrees. So that mm -hmm. alone is a big deal because whenever we see zero degrees in the chart, it does suggest this ability to straddle two worlds. Mm -hmm. So I want you to think of like a cusp baby, you know, anyone born around like the 21st, 22nd of any month might relate or have said that in their life. Oh, I'm a cusp baby. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there can be some confusion where they say, I don't know which one I am or I'm technically cancer, but I also relate to Leo, right? That there can be some overlap. And so it naturally gives them that ability to live in two worlds. Now, usually we talk about that on the highest octave possible where we're saying right. like, yeah, you have the ability to maybe be talented in two areas that are kind of contradictory where you could be, um, I'm trying to think just something off the top of my head, but, um, you could be like a great IT person, but also be very sociable where most people don't associate those two together. They think, oh, an IT person that they might be more reserved or prefer to be behind the computer. So that's a very positive. Wow. You can live in both of those spaces. So he has Jupiter at zero degrees, but then it's in Gemini on top of that, which is, can be, it, it doubles down on that idea of duality because Gemini is the twins. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. But zero is really strong. It's over the top. Right. I agree. Right. Versus oh, being a 10 degree, uh, you know, 10 degree Gemini, Jupiter. Okay. That, that would say something about that too. But zero degrees means, oh my God, he probably can just open his mouth and start talking. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to think about it. Maybe he doesn't even prepare notes even. He may just be spontaneous. 
and therefore is saying things where he hasn't checked it out or looked verified or uh, could be a big gossip spreader. Jupiter at zero degrees Gemini as well. And not to completely just bash on him, you know, he also has his son at zero degrees, um, Leo, right? I am Mm -hmm. flipping back and forth. Mm -hmm. So he has his Jupiter and his son both at zero degrees. And so, you know, this does suggest that he could be very successful, that he could have great international connections. I mean, even just given his age and the position that he's in, that is, that's notable in itself. And that can be that positive side of that zero degrees. He's only 34. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, just to, just to put in perspective, this isn't a 50 year old person. This is a 34. He has a worldly quality about his chart tells us his chart tells us he has a worldly quality about him. Now, in this instance, he's like, he's like a Forrest Gump character inserting himself in all sorts of storylines that have you know, that, that are kind of hard to believe just as, just as the movie was as well. So again, we can see now, okay, this is how he gets into these situations. Right. Right. This is how people can say, you lied, you embellished your resume. You never went to that college. You never had that job. You know, you didn't know four people who died, who weren't your employees, at least, you know, as you said, so you understand he takes liberty with. So I think one thing to, if you really study astrology, I think you'll come to the same conclusion I have, is that astrology is like no fault insurance. Mm -hmm. I personally, my personal belief is I question if anyone can break free from their chart. Right. Right, that they're kind of on some level, we are tethered to our charts. Now we can work and we can get better and we get more aware, and that's the beauty, I think, of what we offer. Yeah, I know I have a tendency to overstate then then that's the first step in managing it. Well, they can live it out in a positive octave. We're not saying everyone with zero degrees of Gemini, Jupiter in zero degrees, Gemini is going to do this exact thing. (laughs) But there should be the ability to embellish. They could just be a great storyteller. They could write stories. Where there's no oh, harm, yeah. no yeah. foul. It's just a story. Well, they'd be very good at performance art. Performance art. So think of a lawyer who's in the midst of a trial and having to quickly sum up and you know react to some new information. That he's very good on his feet. That's the beauty of it, yeah. of, of the strength of the chart. Zero yeah. Leo is performance art. Zero Jupiter, you know. That's a strong one as well. Yeah. Very interesting. But also, I think, go, go ahead. Okay. I was going to talk about that Pluto conjunct moon that he has in Scorpio. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. anyone that we saw, anyone that we would see this in their chart, we would say that, wow, they might have had some tough early years or they might have mm-hmm. felt like, you know, they didn't necessarily fit in where, you know, we could go into words like tortured, worthless, you know, not supported. There could be some deep insecurities there. And again, oh, absolutely. based on just someone we were talking to over the phone, we might even say, you know, what was your relationship like with mother? Um, now, what's interesting, and I'm going to go off track here, but I'm going to bring it back. Um, I recently saw a an interview with Barbara from Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Barbara Corcoran. Yes. And 
I guess she's been very public about how she does not invest in rich kids. Oh, yes. Okay. I've heard her say something okay. like that. Yeah. And that can sound very controversial when you hear it, but you have to kind of mm -hmm. listen to the whole interview and hear her talk. And the impact was really this one statement that she said that, you know, success actually isn't driven by money. It's many times driven for the need to like prove someone wrong. Mm -hmm. So like when her ex-husband left her, he said, you know, you're going to be no one. And this gave mm. her this powerful drive she says to get where she is right now. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. if we take that same logic, again, I just heard that interview this week. That's wild. Cause you can <laughs> see what I put in my notes about that. <laughs> right. It makes people driven or entitled. So it's possible that, you know, if you had a parent saying you're never going to be anyone or didn't give proper attention to who they are, which would be a quality of that Pluto moon conjunction that he has in his chart it can make them driven being like, I'm going to prove everyone wrong. I'm going to make something of myself. And in well, his case, maybe I'm yeah. willing to say anything I need to in mm -hmm. order to get it. Well, I'd like to clarify that word entitled. That, that placement makes people driven or entitled. And entitled means I deserve better. I deserve more. So the idea maybe from George Santos perspective, I can be a U.S. Congressman, right? You know, I can be that I'm entire. I, I allow myself to think on that level. Yeah. Where most of us don't. Right. I think the other interesting thing about his chart is um, his Mars squares Uranus and his Mars squares Neptune. Now, again, that's a technical skill. Not everyone could maybe look at their chart and see that, but we were saying they're 90 degrees away from each other. And Mars square Uranus is the person always looking for the shortcut. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you feel when you come up to a, you know, a four-way stoplight and you and see people. you can people. go through the gas station. Yeah, and they, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They get in the right-hand lane and they, they want to make a right-hand turn. So they just do that diagonal cut through the parking lot of the gas station. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to queue up. Yeah. They'd rather go create some hazard. They'll take the risk. Mm -hmm. That is Mars square Uranus. Yeah. And he has that. So he's willing to take shortcuts. Well, what better thing to embellish your resume? <laughs> it's taking a shortcut. It is. It is. And then pair it with Mars squaring Neptune. Now I have to be careful about this one because I have Mars squares Neptune in my chart. Mm. So I guess I just want you to full, full confession here. <laughs> it is, it can be associated with deception, with lying, with misleading. So, okay, George, I'm sorry, George, you got to live with that one. I do too. I can see it in my life. It's a deflection. Yeah. Many people don't even know who, who, you know, what I do for a living when, and they've known me many years and they've never asked and I've never offered. Yep. And so I can deflect. And sometimes I deflect for simple reasons just to expedite. Like I don't want to talk astrology today with anybody. So I'm not going to tell them I'm an astrologer. Right. Right. If I'm yep. going to a party, I just want to have a good time. I don't want to tell them I'm an astrologer because I don't want to do charts the whole night. Right. Or two, you don't want to get like the kind of backlash of people then 
thinking you're weird or oh, oh like you're that's, a devil yes. or thank you for because that's that was the initial boy when I was back in the you know when it all started in the 80s yeah oh my gosh you people <laughs> dropped you they just was silence just silence and then they would walk away <laughs> right so right. it's gotten better yeah well there's still so much more that we can talk about his chart but I know those right. are the things that stood out and I thought it was kind of a cute way to be like okay what would we look for if <laughs> we were scouting someone out for like dating or um yeah but just interesting things that stood out so he had um, a number of flags he had a couple several flags about can't always believe all that he says yeah that's that I hope you caught that on multiple of those examples there were there were more believe me there were more just for the sense of time and keeping things simple here's a couple things to look for yep so let's go into our next um our next example and I'm not following this story so I'll let you do the introduction of it oh we're talking about here about uh Brian Kohlberger uh he is the doctoral student who has been accused of stabbing to death four college students in Moscow, Idaho. This happened in November. And just recently, uh, he got arrested. And he got arrested when he was in Pennsylvania. And he's been pulled back now. And he is facing the murder charge of four students. And the key part of the story is that he stabbed them to death in their beds. Hmm a terrible story terrible story so i just thought immediately i thought and again this is where my mind goes i thought you know what well let me see where this chart's at because it was kind of scary to think about who's capable of that i mean heaven forbid that we ever would look at a chart by the way i have to ask you that question kate have you ever kind of gotten the chills looking at someone's chart where you weren't obviously with someone you don't know a cold call, so to speak, as someone you're working with, you don't know anything about them. Have you ever had that kind of creepy feeling sometimes that, whoa, is this person legit? Are they, you know, do they have a criminal mind? Uh, thankfully not. No, okay. if anything, more, I think I have like empathy sometimes when I pull up people's chart and think, oh my gosh, like this was a lot to deal with probably as a child. And then, mm-hmm. you know, knowing I have to get on the call and like maybe say some of these things you know, and just hoping that they can relate to them. And yeah. Have you? Well, well, I I mean, I have, again, I have many more decades of doing this that I have had some that it just makes you feel a little uncomfortable because you're not quite sure, you know, uh, that they could be dealing with something far much darker than what I'm kind of suggesting because, you know, we don't give dark, terrible examples of things that could happen under certain types of energies. But anyhow, Brian's chart was interesting because I immediately saw, and again, I'm not going to be technical about this, but there's a way to rate each planet. And his Venus is like exceptionally low. I've never seen a chart with this low score that his uh, Venus rates. So it's called the Ptolematic score. Uh, it's a negative 19. Again, this is if you have an astrology program, it would do the work for you. It would just spit it out and tell you this. So again, this isn't something you can see pretty quickly when you're looking at a chart using a program. But Venus is blood. And we, we've said this over and over again. When people have a lot of Venus energies going on in their chart or whatever, oftentimes they're more knowledgeable about blood. Uh, and whether that's their A1C number, whether it's their sugars numbers, whatever it is, they just have a knowledge of and he had a negative 19 like that that sent chills down my back yeah because 
excessive blood and not having the normal reaction that most people have with blood. And I thought, oh my God. And he gets accused of stabbing people to death. Yeah. Even just the fact that he's working on his PhD in criminology. Yes. You know, so, I mean, I think it'd be safe to say this isn't his first experience with that type of manner. You know, he might have felt very comfortable studying pictures that were rather gruesome. Gruesome pictures. Yes, exactly. So that just hit me off immediately as like, Oh, cause you know, would you ever be accused of stabbing four people to death? You know what I mean? No. I can say no, you know, yeah. it's not going to happen in your life. But if you have something like this in your chart, yeah, you get around, you get pulled in. And as you said, criminology, you would, that could be a, a monthly event. Right. And I think that's like the hard part is like deciphering whether the client's using it for the highest octave where, right. you know, maybe they make their life's work in studying blood to come up for cures Mm -hmm. (laughs) versus you know what the situation that we're talking about here exactly exactly well he has a lot of planets in scorpio yes venus mercury jupiter pluto uh you know and the sun so it's a lot of scorpio okay i'm a scorpio don't throw me in that category of being a killer but the idea scorpio is gives that capacity to walk people through crises to be at the scene of a crisis, to walk people through crises, oftentimes associated with healers and doctors and surgeons, right? People that can come in and, okay, we'll fix you. Okay, well, someone has to be on the other side of some of these energies sometimes, someone who causes crises in people's lives. So very different from the chart that we just talked about, where we talked about zero degrees. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, in Brian's chart, he has his son, at 29 degrees. So it's the exact opposite, but it's a very similar thing where it makes it more intense. So his son sits at 29 degrees of Scorpio. So Scorpio already rules that underworld where they're willing to go deep. They're willing to see it. They're willing, Mm -hmm. like mom said, be an investigator, to be a police officer, a therapist, a doctor, a surgeon. And then he has Pluto, which is ruled by Scorpio sitting right there on his son within one degree. So it, it kind of like almost like three hits it's at 29 degrees, which makes it really strong. Um, it's his Pluto's in Scorpio, which that's the natural ruler. And then Pluto is right on the sun. So, I mean, that's that alone, that combination is really strong. And then to list all those other planets as well that were in Scorpio, like, oh, and then you have a stellium in Scorpio, like, oh my goodness. In the 12th house, by the way, which is associated with places that will contain you. So it is associated classically with hospitals and prisons. You know, anyone who is stuck can't get out. So it, it well, hopefully. I, I hope, well, I don't want to hope, I don't want to say anything. I just say that could be in his future. I mean, he's, he's in jail. He didn't, he was denied bail. Okay. So he is being kept in. Yeah. In lock. And it, it, it's actually shows in his chart that, yeah, that, that's how this stuff happens there. Yeah. In that stellium as well, you know, he has sun conjunct uh pluto like i mentioned but also jupiter is there so again that 29 degrees right they can straddle two worlds and i think and maybe i'm wrong but you know when we think of someone that's a killer someone that does bad things i think often we associate them with not being educated or not having the yes, resources exactly, or the tools exactly and that's very stereotypical i understand you know but when you have that lineup with jupiter involved it does support mm-hmm. the idea of someone who's very educated someone yeah. who goes after higher education, someone who might be obsessive about research or investi- uh, investigations. 
Yeah, he's a teacher's assistant. He he's pursuing his PhD at this right. point. So, you know, he's been grading papers and things of that nature, you know, really heavily deep into the academic world. Yeah. I think the part that is uh, kind of piggybacking on what you just said, Sun is lined up with Pluto and Jupiter, and they both all square Mars, Pluto and Jupiter both square Mars. That's, that's the explosion. That's the dynamite in the chart. Even if I had looked at this chart and gone through the first and say, okay, well, maybe he's in the emergency room. You know, that's what I have. A t- I, of course, would put him on the healing side of all this just yeah. naturally. But this is when we see that sense of urgency. When, when Pluto squares Mars, which certainly we've seen that in charts. Uh, yeah, it oftentimes say this very, dram- they, they witness drama in their life. So they can be dramatic. They can not cont- be able to control their rage, their anger. Uh, this is can be a very retaliatory type of energy. Uh, Pluto Mars is like a, oftentimes an athlete's energy, right? I'm going to win. I'm going to beat them no matter what. I'm going to elbow them. I'm going to trip them. I'm going to whatever it takes to win the game, so to speak. But it is oftentimes associated with something taboo about sexual and sexual storylines. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know what that means in Brian's case, but um, it is a very secretive energy. Yeah. I think when I see Pluto, Mars, I'm always concerned in a woman's chart, um, uh, particularly however it sits, that might indicate that early on that she's been exposed to extreme sexualized storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, I do men's charts. I do more women's charts than men, though. And um, so I do stereotypically hate to say this but it's kind of true that you know men they oftentimes are the more the pro actor in these storylines right yeah so anyhow so is this now is this strange that he's been made this accusation when you look at that natal chart right no it's like <laughs> oh yeah that's right was it was it by a knife with a lot of blood oh yeah probably yeah. Very interesting that it wasn't a gun, right? <laughs> right. That it wasn't another method, that it was, you know, through stabbings. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very unfortunate. Yeah, absolutely. And the placement of his Mars, I might say, it does suggest whenever it gets hit off, which it is, you know, this idea of, um, you know, a pivotal change in your life in your career path, in your lifestyle. Uh, And oftentimes it has a lot to do with sexual impulses. uh, And this is a very dark energy, oftentimes associated with, um, um, well, I won't even say it because it's not pleasant stuff to talk about. But, you know, yeah, it's just disturbing, very disturbing. Yeah. And there we go. Yeah. So we hope that um, you guys were able to learn a little bit about astrology through some of these key charts. Again, these are just things that these are, I don't want to say very easy because of course you have to kind of like a trained astrology eye, but we just pulled up the charts and these were the things that stood out, right? These weren't things that we had to do a lot of calculations for, um, or that we weren't talking about any like sextiles or, uh, you know, this was all just very like conjunctions, the degrees that they sit at. And I think maybe we talked about a square here or there, 
Um, so they are things that just jump out about the chart. So I think I enjoy learning about astrology through famous people, if you will, or, you know, people that are in these storylines, just because they live these stories out so large that it's hard to not see them. Whereas, you know, maybe someone like you or me, who's not in the news, they will be playing out on a smaller storyline. They don't have to be as big, but you can get the temperament and you have some great examples as what, to what that energy feels like or what it's capable of. And hopefully it's given some more knowledge about a, a Mars retrograde. Both of these events, one got elected under this energy uh, and now accused of saying false things. Another person did a horrible act of violence and seemed to have escaped mm -hmm. until Mars goes direct. And then the pieces start coming together. Right. Uh, so again, I would encourage everyone, look at your own life and just think about you know, where your head was at in, in last Halloween time and where it's now. And I suspect there's some things that you're rejecting about yourself, about what you maybe thought you were going to be doing, what you were committed to be doing, and you realize you've changed. It's not what, what at all. So there's healthy, there's very healthy um, outcomes for this. We picked up two storylines that, I don't know, are they healthy? Um, <laughs> you know, they may bring some people peace of mind to see, you know, some resolution on these two storylines. Um, but the idea is that there's a quest in general. There's a quest for truth. What happened? So yes, Mars is direct. We have two more days of Mercury retrograde. Mercury will go direct on January 18th. So we're almost in the clear from there. Uh, there usually is just a few maybe weeks of kind of residual, but definitely things should get easier as that planet turns direct as well. So thank you so much for tuning in today um, to learn more about astrology and to, you know, understand how some of these energies are affecting your chart. We do highly suggest booking an appointment with mom or me, and you can find our information on our websites, which are linked in the bio. We look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.